Oh, here she goes. Here she goes. Here she goes. If you got a big, oh, let me search it. Let me know how hard I got to work it. <laughs> All right, let's fuck this wine up. Hey y'all and welcome to Cheers y'all. This week's drink is just a little bit different from the normal. In fact, we are going to have a very, very nice, bougie red wine brought to us by none other than Jeffrey Haas. We've got a Ridge Three Valleys coming from California. We've got guest host today, Megan Bernard, who's a mixologist and bartender at Second City Distilling Company in downtown Augusta. This episode was recorded a little bit earlier this year, but we have held on to it for a good time. I think this holiday season is going to be a great time because this is a fantastic episode. This episode is dedicated to Jeff Haas, who has recently achieved a promotion that he has been working on for over a year now. Congratulations to Jeff, but with no further ado, let's dive right in. Hey y'all, welcome to Cheers Y'all. My name's Beth. My name is Erica. One moment, one moment. Is it Mun and Jeff? My name's Jeff. We got a special guest in the studio, Megan. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. I don't know quick. if you guys are excited, but Erica's excited. I'm very excited. Is <laughs> this is glowing. my girl. Y'all, this is my girl. I'm excited. Megan, tell us what you do. Tell us how we know you. I am a bartender at Second City Distillery in Augusta. It's Augusta's first and only distillery, and we've been going for about a little over a year now, and um, I'm actually coming up on my year working there, so... You sound so excited. I am so excited. I'm just monotone, okay? Leave me alone. <laughs> I've been monotone since I've been five. <laughs> I love that. I really do. And and today, Jeffrey Hello. has brought us a very bougie drink. Yeah, so I brought uh, like my go-to favorite bottle of wine. Uh, it's from Ridge Vineyards. Um, they're based out of Cupertino, uh, California. If Cupertino sounds familiar, that's because Apple's located there. Um <laughs> Why was I thinking of the sunscreen? I was thinking of peppers. I get that the sunscreen. <laughs> she said, thinking of peppers. All right, What's a Cupertino pepper? It uh, sounds like pause. a pepper. <laughs> that would be pretty good. But so for, for work last summer, I was like out there and um, like a mile behind my office on the top of this mountain was a vineyard. And so like my second week there, my team, they took me to like a wine tasting. I was like, oh, cool. I'd never been to a vineyard before. So I get there and I'm like, we're tasting all this wine and they start us off with a Chardonnay and I like, I hate Chardonnay. It's like gross and buttery and not my thing usually. Mm -hmm. And I taste it. I was like, oh my God, this is like delicious. And then every wine that they gave me, I was like, this is incredible. I went to a couple other vineyards throughout the summer, some in Napa, some in Sonoma, and they none of them were as good as Ridge. Uh, I later found out they have a really inexpensive $27 bottle. It's a, it's from three different valleys around um, Sonoma County. And it's lights out incredible. So I brought the Ridge Three Valleys, the 2017 vintage. Ooh. A great year for wine. I was born in 2017. Oh, nice. I Hold on. You're not, you're not old enough to drink <laughs> not this Not <now>. true. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, what, what kind of wine is it? 
Um, it's it's a red blend. Um, nice. So if you're like a cab fan, you'll probably like this. Um, it's 73% Zinfandel, 15% Petit Syrah, 10% uh, Carignane, and then 2% Grenache. <gasps> so, can, you, can you read that again in French? I think you already did. <laughs> <laughs> non, non. <laughs> oui. um, but one of my favorite things about them is they're all natural or organic. They don't add anything to their wines. They literally just use like water that falls from the sky. Uh, a lot of the valleys get natural fog. Um, so that's how they get a lot of their, their water and they grow in limestone. So the, the roots are able to get down really further. They don't have to use any fertilizer or anything like that. And they don't add like purple or like any artificial flavors or colors or anything like that to their wine. They just use like yeast and grapes and sunshine and they pick, natural. Them, they pick them by hand when they're ready and it's the results are incredible is it keto uh no there's sugar <laughs> in it <laughs> is it keto but you could say i, I would assume it's probably gluten-free i don't know all right so we're gonna take a look at this jeff and and before we do that erica can you kind of like prepare us for what we're about to do yeah, of course. So we are going to be taking this bottle and we're going to be talking about four main factors. First, we're going to be talking about the marketing and how it looks. Um, so do you like the way it looks? And then secondly, we're going to pop up in this bottle and we're going to be sniffing. So we're going to talk about the uh, the smell profile or the what is it? The odor? The odor. The odor. Um, talk about the, the odor. odor. And then My next, rats. we're going to be sipping this beautiful wine. We're going to be talking about the taste and the flavor. And then last but not least, we're going to be talking our personal preference score. So we're going to rate this on if we would pick it up off the shelf again or not. Would you buy it? Would you buy it? Word. <laughs> <laughs> so without uh, further ado, uh, David, why don't you go and start us off? Tell us about the, the label. So there's not much to say about the label. So I'm going to start with this. Jeff, do you have high expectations for this wine? Uh, for the for the flavor and the smell, yeah, yeah absolutely. For the for the marketing, no, I, I truly don't. Can you tell me? Can can you do this for me? Tell me what your estimated personal preference rating for this drink is right now before we do the episode. Wow, this what is do you first. think we're gonna end at? I Call your shot. I think we're. This gonna, is your favorite wine. This is my favorite. Well, this is my favorite wine. That's not two hundred dollars. Their right. their flagship is lights out incredible and this is not the flex podcast yeah this is yeah this is not the most expensive this this is just this is normal <laughs> cheers y'all this is like what i'd bring this is what I, I visited some friends in greenville and we brought them a housewarming gift and this is what we brought what is your prediction i think we're gonna end at like an eight and a half. Oh, oh okay okay hoping so, that assuming that everyone likes good red wine okay so i appreciate that you bore your soul like that okay so you and i both know that the marketing of this is not like exceptional like we're looking at it basically is, yeah it's very understated there's it's very plain we're looking at like a like a like what kind of what would you describe this like a textured uh paper yeah um <laughs> like a scroll right it's like, like it's like a it's like a linen paper label linen paper right so we've got green words and we've got black words and it says ridge 2017 three valleys sonoma county and then like a lot of details about it and that's like all we've got here, aside from the green bottle. It's that good paper, though. Yeah, so it's that it's good that paper, good right? Paper. It so is. So, like, for the amount of money they spent to get this paper, I will give them, <laughs> I will give them a seven, just because I appreciate the quality of this paper, and I actually do have a drawer full of this paper. If Ooh. you if you ordered online, they'll mail it to you in a wooden crate. That's really dope. That's awesome. seven. Okay, so I feel like it that comes deserves in a, a crate. seven. I didn't get. I got it at total. Total 
wine in total wine yeah total wine up in columbia so you you got this there yeah you can't can't get it in Augusta. you have to like travel to get it but you can get it you can get it most total wine yeah so how do you know it comes in a crate i've ordered it i've seen it that's pretty cool slight flex he's seen it no big deal okay so i'm gonna go ahead and talk about it a little bit i know that Y'all said Thank that you. the marketing is a little basic. I think that's important when it comes to expensive wine. I think that's something too over-exaggerated makes things look sometimes cheap on a wine bottle. I think that when you're trying to appeal to a younger demographic, most of the time you're not trying to appeal to a very fine age wine, to be completely honest. If you're going for those lower end marketing, marketed type of wines, you're going to want something fun and festive or something entertaining to be able to be a, a shelf puller. But if you're ordering this in crates, they really don't have to be that exciting. Um, working in fine dining restaurants, I honestly trusted more brands that looked like this rather than ones that were too decored out. Only because when you look at this, you you believe that they have wines that are older than this that probably are a better quality. And so that you can kind of base... Like, so you oh, like judge the winery kind yeah. of based on that? I mean, to be completely honest, you do. It's kind of... It, it, so it, like based on that, you would order like an older, more expensive wine from that winery? Y- yeah, because okay. I, I mean, I think it just has like a vintage style. Like the texture on the paper, I think that's really important coming from a brand where we have to consider that when, when we are bottling something, why are we not using plastic? Are we going to use real paper? That's something to talk in, in sense of like this makes it feel more old, more organic, more... It's got like this... It's got personality to it, which is really cool. So if you're going to have a simplistic label, having a textured label is pretty cool. Um, so I'm going to give this, if I was to sit there and have like a, you know, just like work in a fine dining restaurant, I'd be appealed to this. So I'm going to give this an eight. I mean, it's not outstanding. Like they they could have had some type of icon or some type of decor. Like a logo maybe. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But they, they stuck with just simplistic words, which is cool. It gets the I point like across. that's very Western. Like no logo. Like if this was from Europe, it would have a stamp on it. Right. Yeah. Or at least like a, like a stem. A monogram. Right. Yeah. Like something a, like a, that. A shield or a craster. So. Quite American. Yeah, quite American. Quite Western. What's a Western accent, Jeff? Howdy. Oh my Ski. god. <laughs> <laughs> that's Southern. I think that's South Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> Take it away. Or maybe South Augusta. <laughs> Ski. <laughs> that's just what I've heard. <laughs> um, I mean, I I like it. I think it looks very vintage, as Erica was saying. Um. I think I like how simplistic it is because brands like this, you know, if, if they, I feel like the wine speaks for itself. So they don't need to spruce it up. They don't need to make it catch people's eye and like make people want to buy it because people that know this winery, you know, like they'll just be like, that's some good stuff. Like we're going to get that. Yeah. They don't need to prove anything through their. It's just like which year. That's the only question. Exactly. But it would be nice if they did have like some sort of logo to make it more familiar to people. So it's like, mm-hmm. oh, that's that brand that I really like, you know, but. Would I you mean, guys say from your perspectives, like working on the other side of the industry, like not as a consumer, that this might be marketed more towards like a business? Does it seem that way? I'm just curious in what you think about that. I think so. I think that it's probably more along the lines that they just kind of want to in order to get the FDA to approve it, they just kind of put the basics on there and just like pushed it. And I think that's really all that they needed. Okay. So I'm loving all the speculation. It's one of those. I, I know a little bit about the backstory. Of oh, why, Jeffrey. Why. Of course you do. Don't. I'm not ruining it. Don't shit on us. I know, He's like, no. Well, actually. No, actually. No, no, no. no it's These so are, funny because the stems of like the grapes, so what they do is they <laughs> shave it down and turn it into paper and then it's part of the bottle. 
Crazy. That's their logo. If you put science. it under a black light, you can see the logo oh written in grape stems. Oh, okay. Anyways, Megan, I'm sorry. Please go, Megan. Yeah, Megan. Science, Don't science is a crazy thing. I mean, <laughs> read about it. Read a book. My um, my overall rating for this would probably be an eight because I do like how simple it is. I like the neutral colors, and I mean, it's not ugly. It's not an ugly bottle, you know, but um. I like it. I like I like the way it looks. I would reach for it. So, here the, we go. The backstory is uh, this is one of Cal. I think it's California's oldest running vineyard. Nice. Um, and it's like one of the oldest. It was like one of the original like handful of vineyards back in the days, like late 1800s. Um, they actually kept going during the prohibition because they got like a, a special permit to to make wine for uh, like communion wine That's for cool. churches. So they just never really stopped. The original vines were brought over from the um, the really nice um, the area in Europe where like <laughs> what's it called? Italy. Uh, the Burgundy, I think the Burgundy area. I don't know. I don't know. What whatever the good wine area. Historically, you're the, you're, you yeah. are the smart guy. Yeah. What, his, historically, whatever the good wine place in Europe, like good wine region in Europe, that's where they went and got these vines and they brought them to California and they planted them. Um, mm-hmm. And it's been like a thing since. So it's really old school. They've never changed their label. This is like the old school original label. I was going to say. Um, so it does speak for itself. Yeah. yeah. So when you're saying vintage, you're like very spot on because literally it's like from the late 1800s. They haven't changed it. Yeah. Um, so super cool. Um as for me, I don't. I wish it was a little bit more. I wish there's a little bit more substance to it. They have all this like mm. blank space. I mean, I will say it is really easy to find in the store because nobody else has a very simple, straightforward yeah. label. But I wish there was a little bit more. Um, that said, I, I don't buy wine based on the label. I buy it based on my research and like what it tastes like and stuff yeah. like that. So, uh, the wine speaks for itself, but the label doesn't. So I'm gonna give the label a five. Wow. Jeff wanted more. I'm going to say that, like, just to kind of butt in really quick before we open it or while he's opening it. I think that, you know, that's creative that they did keep, you know, if they did keep the label as, you know, as close as they can to how it was. I um, love that. I know when creating products, what we have to do is in order to get certain things approved, we just have to have a simplistic label just stating the facts. And then what you do is after that, then you go in and you design your really cool label. And probably, you know, back during Prohibition or when they started, you know, to allow more companies to come out with different types of alcohol they probably just needed to make those fine stamp labels put them on there and if something's working for hundreds of years you're not going to change it you know and it when people get used to your label why not so uh, with that being said you guys if y'all want to reach out to me i can help you with a label but i feel like back in the day like in the 1800s they weren't worried about all that frou-frou stuff on their labels you know they're like this is some good ass wine um, we can sell it when no one else can't. So come get yours, you know, Jeff, that technique was so great. Do you think that they used <laughs> to you. slap the bag? <laughs> they Don't. probably had like a not because they didn't have slap like, the a sack. They didn't have like plastic, right? So they didn't kick have the barrel. Slap the sack. Kick the barrel. Kick the barrel. Kick the the barrel take they probably actually did have wine sacks and that's probably what Maybe. they would do. Honestly. Slap the sack. It's pretty cool. You trying to bring that back? Girl? That's easy. I'm not, I'm Let me get some cups, oh. please. Pull up. For those of you who don't know what Slap the Bag is, it is um, a white trash game that we like to play. <laughs> <laughs> back in my back in my college days, where you take 
uh, like box wine and then Jeff. you take the bag out of the box you flip it up and a fr- you slap the bag as hard as you can and chug as much wine so it's kind of like taking like a, it's like shotgunning it's like shotgunning but except worse for, yeah, except for you, you're like holding the <laughs> nozzle and you're die. just drowning wine. Yeah. And I promise you the hangover is not as pleasant. It feels like you were yeah. slapped in the face. The difference between shotgunning is that the beer will end, but the wine will not end. It's a bag. It's a bag. It's a bag. <laughs> so, so, Erica, you actually have the <laughs> distinct pleasure of actually smelling this wine. Okay. For the first time out of anybody except Jeff, who's obviously smelled it hundreds um, of times. Can I actually hold on to the bottle really quick? I just yeah, want to look sure. at it as I smell. Yeah. By the way, uh, there's some notes on the back if you want to read them. It's kind of, it just gives you like, it tells you what happened. Okay, don't, don't read it. Sorry. <laughs> no. Uh, so I do have to say that uh, when it comes to me buying bottles off the shelf before I smell this, I love Cabernets. Um, Zippendale, sometimes they're great. It depends. I can't do a white Zinfandel. That's just, that's too sweet. Yeah, Red Zinfandel, yeah. sometimes they're a little sweet, but uh, it depends. I, is it Syrah? I love Syrahs. Like they are my, they're my, I love if I'm spoiling myself. I mean, a cab is just my normal. But so I'm already assuming that I'm really going to like this. I'm, I'm a big cab guy. Yeah. But also like Syrah and Petit Syrah and like Petit Noir. So I'm definitely not a like, I'm not very knowledgeable in wine notes. I'm going to go ahead and say this. So like you guys, I'm going to sound extremely stupid so but that's okay love tell it us, tell us what it, it smells, smells like. really good it doesn't smell and this comes from somebody who randomly picks bottles off the shelf and tries it it smells like it's not going to burn my throat as i drink it that's always what you're aiming for but seriously like there's some red wine that you sip and it is it because it's dry that it burns when it goes down or is uh, it just like too i don't probably I don't know I don't know. I like dry. What are you thinking it of it? Though? I like I like sweeter reds. So it doesn't like it doesn't reds. smell like it's going to be too dry. Might not be. It's it's a little dry. Is it? I'll, I'll forewarn you. It's it's not it's not sweet. Oh, it's gonna burn. No, but it's good. Okay, I like the smell. I'm going to give it a seven because it doesn't smell bad. I I it smells like better wine than I've had. So we'll go with that. <laughs> Word. I like the way it smells. It's like it's sweet. And it's really light and just kind of soft. I don't know if that's a word that people would use to describe wine. Sure. Okay, well, we're going to use it today. We can use it. Um, I really like the way it smells. It doesn't deter me from the wine because there's been some pretty stanky wines out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to give it, I'd say a six. Yeah. I love the way this smells. This it makes my mouth water, but I've had it before, so I know what to expect. But in terms of <laughs> smell, like it just smells so good. It smells like cherry almost. Like like it it smells kind of like like a cherry good wine, like that's like natural. So I love the way it smells. I, I think this is like a nine. Before you say anything, I love that you told me that I could read the notes. Um, it says the ingredients are <laughs> hand harvest grapes and native yeast. Native. So I could probably definitely smell that in there. Let me know if you can. <laughs> which which one? The native yeast. Okay. Yeah. She yeasty. <laughs> definitely smells native. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think it smells yeasty? It shouldn't smell. So, yeah, so shouldn't honestly, smell yeast. like I yeast a little. So, so Erica, <laughs> I I get where you're coming from. I acknowledge the pun. I'm just pushing through it. Um, when you said it was like 
it's it smells like it wouldn't hurt you <laughs> right like no i get yeah. that though like so you know i i like sweet reds but if you've ever had like apothic red like merlot like when you smell that and you just smell this like fire in it almost like this burning sensation yeah so there's mm-hmm. like none of that with this yeah this is like very very much like like a really dark grape juice in the way that it smells yeah i mean i i like that that seems nice that doesn't hurt me that doesn't upset me that's a seven that's like pretty I'm good hurt. right like i'm not like blown away there's not i don't feel like there's like super tons of layers to this but mm. it does smell really pleasant and and i think that's probably what they were going for and and so i'll, I'll give that a seven <laughs> i like it her hair smells like apples i like apples <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? I think it was Drake and Josh or something like that. <laughs> Do you remember that quote? I remember I the quote, but it wasn't Drake and Josh, I don't think. I, if I've it never was Drake, Drake and Josh, Josh, I feel like I would know that. I, I want you to know that I was listening to another episode and you were um, referencing High School Musical and I fought for you because I like... That was actually It was me. you. Oh, it was God. you doing it. Okay, I fought for you because I've seen that movie in and out. I've seen all three. She's got the, I've the things and she's like on the on the pool. <laughs> right. Sharpay. So what Sharpay. I, what I've been thinking about this entire time is it Rick Allen? He's like, never going to give you up. Who is that? Rick, a- <laughs> Rick, Rick Allen. Allen. <laughs> oh, my God. Rick Allen is our Con- local congressman. congressman. Oh, no. Who's the guy that I'm thinking Rick of? Rick Astley. Okay, I was close. I like that you have politics you. on your mind, though. Go vote. Shout out. Shout out, Erica. I voted yesterday. All right. So, um, Bash, why don't you... It seems like I think actually Megan is going to taste this for the first time. Or do you do you want to lead this off and then we go in reverse because I've had this before and mm-hmm. I don't want to... That's fine. Go in reverse. I, yeah. yeah. I, let me go last on this. Okay. There are not those reverse cards. Okay. But that's Uno. the alphabet in reverse. Eh? Pinky up. Pinky up. Oh, here she goes. Here she goes. Here she goes. If you got a big... Let me search it. Let me know how hard I gotta work it. (laughs) (laughs) And continue. I forgot that was live. And back to wine. (laughs) All right. Yeah. All right. 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 What do you think? So this is really good. I'm not a huge wine person at all, but this is like. I, I'm scared to describe it because I'm not a wino. So Honestly, I, I, like none of us are. I'm going to sound like an imbecile. but No, that's okay. It's what, like, is, what does it remind you of? Only Jeff knows the correct answer. It's just so, it's very rich and it's very like, like this is the kind of wine that I would want a guy to bring on a date or something. Like, hey, like, okay, okay, we can get some Three Valleys wine up in this bitch. <laughs> like, what's up, girl? Like, you ever had Three Valleys? Well, I'm about to enlighten you. Um, <laughs> this is I really like it. I and I'm not a huge fan of red wines, like dark wines either. But this is really good. This is I could eat a nice steak with this. Oh, I'm gonna give the taste uh, an eight point five. And nice. isn't that the goal, right? To like be able to eat a steak with red wine. But yeah, I, I will yeah. say that um, it does taste like it would give me a nasty little hangover. Ooh, important, important. This this is a drink a glass or two sort of deal this is uh, not a this is, this is not a slam it back and have a 
wild night sort of so wine. what you're saying is we can drink the whole thing but we yes. shouldn't but we you will. will feel it the next day if you do can oh, speak that. from experience looking forward to that that's how most red wines are though oh that's delicious that's very smooth it's not too sweet it's like the perfect balance of sweet to where no it doesn't have that burn this is very good i think this is almost as like it is more on the sweeter end than it is more dry to be just to me personally. Um, I could be wrong. Once again, I am not a wine connoisseur. I can only tell you just a little bit. Um, I love this with some like spaghetti. This would be really good. It's you like, and spaghetti. I love spaghetti. spaghetti. But like this is really, really good. This is almost it. Hold on. <laughs> I feel like this could almost be like not considered a dessert wine, but it's like on the border. Like, you could have this with your dinner and it would still be complimentary to your dish if you started a dessert. It's like universal almost. Yeah. You could pair it with different things. Yeah, that's nice. And, and it's only because it has like that nice balance. Um, I like that. I'm going to give that a nine. Like I like that a lot. I would definitely get a crate of this for sure. David. Okay. I don't think it's sweet. I disagree with that. I, I think it's definitely very like even, if that makes sense. Like, so when you have like a wine that's like really dry, it kind of leaves you with this feeling that you're already a little bit hungover. I feel like whenever you take that first sip, that's how it feels for me. Mm -hmm. But when you have really fruity wine, you kind of have, you kind of are left with this feeling of like, like sweetness. And when I, when I drink this and when I kind of go through the aftertaste, I don't really get either of those. And so the fact that it's mixed, I feel like, I feel like, and Jeff, you're, you're going to tell me if I'm right or wrong in, in like 60 <laughs> seconds. But if, if I'm taking a shot in the dark, what I feel like is that it's mixed to, to remain at this really even level. And so it's got this like really solid taste. It's got a good taste. It is a little dry. It's not really that sweet. But at the end of the day, when you're done processing it, it doesn't linger and it's very even. And so I will give that an eight because I think that's a really well done. Nice. You actually you hit the nail on the head. Um, yeah. So they, they, they handpick these grapes from different parts of the vineyard. Every year, the Three Valleys blend is a little bit different. You can see there are four different types of wine on the front, right? So every year, that ratio is just a little bit different because they they blend it. And they, they taste it as they go, and they're like, okay, this is this year's blend. This is the right balance that we want. Nice. Um, it's just so expertly done and so well done that they just nail it on the head. So I'm going to give mine a sip. I know this is – I love it, but I'm going to sip it anyways. Do it. You won't. Oh, man. It's so good. It's so, <laughs> He's so good. He's feeling himself. <sighs> so it is a medium bodied. It hits like there's some like cherry. There's some raspberry. It is. It's definitely that you, you definitely get the normal grape. Um, It's get it's medium body, but it's kind of bright. Like it kind of like sits like lightly on your tongue. Um, It almost has like a slight just like a slight dry tart finish. Okay. But it does have a little bit of sweetness to it as well. Um, I absolutely love this. It 
pairs well with anything that a red would pair well with. Yeah. Um, you can you can drink it. You can cook with it. You can eat with it. It's just an all around great. I would definitely, I think, cook with this. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. Uh, Except for the money, I wouldn't. I wouldn't cook with it. It's like a special occasion. <laughs> like you're not going to cook with a lot of it, but if you need yeah. like if you need like a cup of something and like a sauce, like yeah. killer. Um, to me, this is a ten. This is inc- wow. Well, actually, that's not fair because there are better. They make better wines, so I can't. <sighs> To me, this is like a 9.5 because they they do make some that this is like their entry level, like basic wine. So now, Jeff, before you elaborate too much, you're actually going to lead off the personal preference. So can you kind of like. So when Yeah. Yeah. So when I transition there. Yeah. So when I'm so when I'm looking for a bottle of wine, there we go. Um. I'm looking for a couple of different things. Do I do I want to pay two hundred dollars for their flagship Montebello? No. no, I don't. Will I do so once or you know once or twice a year? Like when yes. this podcast kicks off. Yes, I know. Uh, uh, no. uh, uh. We'll celebrate with. We'll so pop like, a bottle. Like my fiance got us a bottle when we got engaged. Oh, um, we like, were joking, but that was serious. Yeah, yeah, like I got, I got her a bottle for her birthday last year. You know, like it's, it's like it's like a really special occasion thing for her to do their flagship. But my go-to, like once or twice a month, I'm going to buy like a $25, $30 bottle of wine and have like a wine night. And this is my go-to. $450, I give this a 10. This is, wow. This is lights, I like it. To me, this is lights out. This is this is amazing. There's nothing that they could do to make this any better. Oh, I have to calculate oh. that. I almost don't count that just because <laughs> like obviously it's a 10. It's your favorite wine. It's my favorite um, wine. Okay, so, so I'll go next. Uh... I think it's a good wine. I would definitely buy it again. It's $25 for a bottle, which is like not like super expensive, but it's not cheap. And and usually when I'm buying wine, I'm buying in the 1250 range. So this is about twice my average budget. <laughs> unless it's like, you know, Christmas maybe. So putting it in its own category of like $25 wines, which I'm not going to buy very often. I mean, you know, it's good. Like, it's really good. Like you probably are going to be able to find wines with more rich flavor and more fruitiness and more like back end flavor, because this is very, very solidly like medium, like it's got good flavor and it leaves at like a medium rate. So it depends on what you're looking for. For me personally, I'm going to say a seven because it's pretty good. And I don't want to elevate it over some other things, but it's pretty good. And that's pretty cool. Yeah. I um, I like it. I like it a lot. I think it's really good. I think that when I normally go for Matt and I try and just pick up a red wine anytime that we are making anything that's going to be, um, I don't know, you know, other than fish, you know, fish obviously goes with white wine. But like, you know, for our steaks or for doing something that's going to be, what is it, heartier? Anything heartier, you're kind of wanting some. Yeah, hearty. Um, so I have my go-tos. If this was in some of my local stores, I would definitely pick this up. I actually think that I've, I've had some of their wine before. And I think we, there might be lower level versions of their wine. I think maybe in like Kroger, somewhere over here. Is it in, in North Augusta? Oh, they definitely don't sell this anywhere in the CSRA. Really? Like, I've you had can, this before. Oh, he knows. Wait, you, well, I, no, so, I've had this because it was at Sheehan's. Yeah, so they have it. At, they have it at good restaurants around the area. Okay, like I was some, gonna say yeah. 
Because they, they have it at Sheehan's, yeah. I was gonna say there, there's oh, it's their Ziffendale. They have this. The, yep. Yep. They have the Ridge Three Valley. That's what it is. So I worked there for two years. No wonder it's not familiar. I was what like, a had it great before. memory. They, oh, thank you. Irish, yeah, pub, Irish good. pub, babe. Yeah. So no, this was really good. This was actually like the only Ziffendale that we had for two years, which is really cool. Um, and that's that's enough to say that's a pretty high school restaurant around in the Augusta area. Definitely. Um, if you know, you know. Very good. So I would definitely I would pick this up if it was available for sure. So I'd give this a nine. Yeah. Oh, Word. Get him, Megan. What's your thing, Megan? Um. So my overall rating for this would definitely be like I'd have to give it a nine because it tastes really good for red wine, and like I said, I'm not huge into wines but it's surprisingly good i could definitely sip on this and this may or may not be a good thing it's kind of dangerous <laughs> <laughs> it sounds kind of dangerous um more. but it's just really smooth and it, it goes down easy and i feel like as we were saying earlier it would go really well with dinner yeah. or dessert or just you know if you're just like sipping wine while you're sitting on the porch or something like it's a really good wine and now I'm going to reference this wine whenever I go out. So I look uh, like I know what I'm talking about. Talk to the server like, how close is this to a ridge? Yes. <laughs> like, can I can I get the ridge? Three valleys, please. Oh, you it's, guys don't have that? Oh. <laughs> it would be, if, if you were to name favorite. drop a wine, ridge would not be a bad one to name drop. Because it's like, it's a lesser known, but it's like, All right. for those people who know wine, it's like a very well known wine. What's the, the appropriate wine? way to like, Reference it though. Ridge, just Ridge through Valley. Ridge. The way you Ridge said that, Ridge. the way you said that, that was would, really good. That I would even really say like, I, you, you could even ask just flat out like, do you have Ridge? Because will they know what I'm talking about? If they know their wine, they will. They better. But if not, I can throw out the whole name. If not, Ridge you just three leave. valleys. Yeah. Okay. So, so I hope you guys enjoyed hold on, this hold episode. Hold on, hold on. Oh god, what was your score? <laughs> I said she already gave it. Oh word. Okay, cool. Hey, he's excited. He's like, what's the score? He's like, he's like, whoa, let me hear it three times. He just wants to three hear times. three valleys. Tell me how good three my valleys. good shit three, three, three. is. Tell me. We're all in the valley. He's up on the hill. We have no idea what's We're going on. Valley. We're in like, yeah, I mean, it's red wine. It's pretty good. Yeah, I guess. And little wine. Yeah. With some spaghetti, maybe. <laughs> A beefaroni. So thank you guys for listening. If you made it this far, I don't understand how you made it this far. If you enjoyed this show somehow, uh, make sure you tell <laughs> a friend about it. We would love for them to uh, be able to go into restaurants and talk about Ridge Three Veggies. Um, <laughs> <laughs> don't uh, hate. And the and the cheers, y'all, overall. And we're going to cheers right after this because I don't want him to talk about it. The cheers, okay. y'all, overall, <laughs> personal preference rating of this Ridge Three Valleys uh Mixed ass wine is an eight point seven five. Oh, you did it! Oh my god, which is the highest rating in the show's history. Oh, wow. breaking record! Jeff, you have up. five seconds if you'd like to say a few words. Bye. I just want to say I love this wine. That's okay. it. All right, cheers, cheers y'all. Cheers, y'all. <laughs> you finally did it. Do you remember that time you shit on all my drinks I brought? And actually, at the time of this recording, this had been our highest ever score. Since then, we have beaten this score, but this is still one of the best drinks we've ever had. This episode is dedicated to Jeff, who just got a promotion that he has been working towards for a very, very long time. Congratulations, Jeff. Grab you a ridge and have a happy holidays for everybody. 